0: Of the Sports Ethos Washington Wizards podcast, it's your boys. We got Corbin over here. We got the man with the plan, Carthon. Uh, listen, Carthon was live on location at the Wizards game. We're recording this on the late, late night of the twelfth of December, uh, where the Nets beat the Wizards one twelve to one hundred. But Carthen had pretty much a front row seat, best seat in the house, basically. Catching the game, what was going on. Live tweeting while watching. The dude was doing yield man's work out there. Carthen, first off of all, how are you? Second, describe just bouncing all the stuff you did. And then third, we'll get to it. How'd you like the game?
1: Okay, well, thanks for that. Uh, I'm doing good. I, um, like I said, I got to go to the Wizards game today. Shout out to Vet Ticks, First Ticks. For those of you all that are um, veterans or first responders um, of any sort, definitely check out Bet Ticks and First Ticks. Uh, they give out free tickets to veterans and first responders for uh, different events. It's not just sporting events, but it's all different types of events, concerts, boxing matches, you name it, you might be able to find it on there. So definitely check it out vet ticks first ticks and sign up you got to go on id.me to uh, verify yourself but once you do that you can go in there and start to get the tickets that they have available for for us Um, and you can definitely get to experience some things that you may have never been able to experience beforehand so again vet ticks for your veterans first ticks which is uh, for vet is v e t t i x dot For your first responders, it's one s t t i x dot org. Check them out. Any of you all can sign up.
0: That is cool. That's cool. Thanks for sharing that, man, for sure. And and thank you again as someone who's both just first responding, like for the help of the work that you've done, it's great they have arenas and venues like that that are able to help those who help others. Like, I love that. So that's really dope. I wish it helped you get a, a front row seat to a win. Um, but that was <laughs> not to be, unfortunately, <laughs> as the Nets won. The Wizards have now lost seven straight. Uh Zingas seemed to have gotten injured, which was kind of rough. Kevin Durant scored thirty; he looked in prime form, had a nice dunk as well. You know, Kyrie did what Kyrie does; he stays cooking. Um, I think he had had twenty-four. Yeah, the Nets just had uh, some key runs. Uh, the Wizards stayed with them in the first quarter. Uh, I think they had had a ten-point they had a ten-point deficit. They clawed back to a four-point deficit mm-hmm. in the first quarter, but then. The Nets had a 33-point second quarter and a 32-point third quarter. The Wizards didn't quite get that. And uh, they also did not score them in the fourth quarter either. The Nets just kind of held serve and kind of won pretty comfortably from what I saw. But having seen the game and also, like I said, live tweeting as you were, um, what trends did you notice in this game, carthy Because there's a lot going on, not necessarily from the Nets' side. They're, they were a superior team. But it did seem from the Wizards' side, especially with the, the loss of Porzingis, um, only played just 24 minutes, it was very efficient, uh, 20 points on seven shooting and somehow still a minus 22, but let's get your, let's get your takes on this man.
1: So what I did see with the Wizards today was in the very beginning of the game, they started feeding Porzingis. So Porzingis got a lot of his points early. Um, he single-handedly got the nets in foul trouble, got the, their, their, uh, first five team fouls were on him, so they they featured him in the very beginning, and Porzingis started to to eat very early um but also very early in the game he got hit he um got tangled up and he fell. He came out of the game, my seats were right above the tunnel of where the wizards come in and out, so over there they have their um all the medical staff stuff that they do, they have their exercise bike, they have all their heat packs and all those other different types of things that they use to start to treat some of the players. And they started working on him. They put the heat. First thing I saw was they put the heat pack on his back. um, And he sat down with that. And then the next thing I know he was over on the bike. Uh, When he went over on the bike, he was on there for about a good 20 minutes Trying to stretch that back out. Wow, so, yeah. Trying to get himself in, in. Um, trying to get himself into get him loose enough to be able to play. So yeah. he did go back in in the second quarter, played a little while longer. Um, came back out in the in the beginning of the third, as I tweeted the the starting five was in in the beginning of the third. Daniel Gaffer came in uh, shortly after and they played maybe about two minutes, three minutes together okay. on the floor in the start of the third. And then um, he went out. And as I was watching the game and I was tweeting and I was looking down, sending out tweets, next thing I know, I look up and I'm like, I don't see Porzingis on the bench anymore. Oh, and wow. Yeah. And so – he must have went back in the bent, uh, Went back in the locker room during the timeout. Uh, and I was doing a lot of tweeting during timeouts. Um, unless something big had happened. Yeah. And he went in in the third quarter and never came back out. So I'm assuming that he has some kind of back, back muscle issue, maybe cramping or pulled a muscle in his back or something, and tweaked something when he... Uh, got tangled up in one of the fouls that he had gotten uh, during the early parts of the game. Uh, So it it definitely played a a big factor in what I saw when it came to the Wizards. The Wizards are very, very decimated with injuries right now. They have maybe about six or seven people out on top of the fact that um, I haven't heard anything about Johnny Davis coming back from COVID. That's true.
0: Yeah, they've had a few instances. No, of absences. They've been, I mean, it's been, kind of been the season of that, though, right? And we're talking about the loss of DeLon right early. You've had pretty much every player kind of have one absence or another. You know, you just now getting Will Barton back. Uh, Season-high 22 points, by the way. Seven rebounds, seven assists. Speaking of that, I want to want focus on that. We kind of have a, a negative there talking about Porzingis and obviously the injuries and the absences of Wizards sustained, right? Losing seven straight, we can go and dissect why in a future show here. But Will Barton, 22 points, seven rebounds, seven assists, very efficient, 8 of 15, 4-8 from three, Uh, one of just two players with a positive plus-minus, both him and Daniel Gafford, who had a double-double 10 points and 10 rebounds. Uh, The impact, I think, he made, I want to kind of flesh that out, And, and juxtapose that with the player like Kyle Kuzma, who also scored in volume 20 points, there was at three twenty point scores uh, last night. By the time people listen to this, between Borzingas, um, Barton, and Kuzma, but you know a little bit less efficiently. Eight of twenty one from the field, four of ten from three. Somehow missed all four of his free throws, and uh, you know just um, seven rebounds and three assists as well. What did you see that you liked from Barton? Uh, what he brought energy wise, and kind of. Sum up Kyle Kuzma's game. Because, yeah, tonight wasn't the most efficient, but I do think he's been a consistent guy, and we're going to talk about him later in the week in terms of trade buzz as a player who's really been, you know, bringing the offensive production for Washington.
1: Well, first we'll go with Will Barton. Absolutely. Um, Will Barton today was more aggressive than I've seen him all season. Mm. And I, I think some of that has to do had to do with the fact that he really did need to step up and play that role, especially with the Porzingis uh injury happening and they needed that second scorer uh with on the team. He took he took charge and he went out there when Kuzma wasn't on the floor. He was that sixth man that we've been looking for him to be all year long. Mm -hmm. and take charge of that second unit and go out there and dominate him and, and drop buckets. That's what he did today. He called for the ball. He, he was asserting himself. He was like, give me the ball. And then he'd go to work. And as you can see, eight of 15 from the field, he did, he, he did his thing today. Yeah. He was, he was, um, he was above 50% from the field. 50% from three-point shooting, 100% at the line. He was very, very efficient today in what he was doing. And personally, that's the Will Barton I thought we were getting when he first came from Denver. It was going to be this Will Barton. And I hope moving forward that this is the Will Barton that he continues to be moving forward because that's what the Wizards are going to need if we're going to do anything... This season we're going to need guys like Will Barton when he comes off the bench to actually put up some numbers,
0: yeah, step up and be those guys no absolutely and 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 he's someone of that we saw and will the throw we've saw this his entire career someone who brings instant offense either off the bench primarily he's also been the starting lineup we did it with the blazers he did it with the nuggets over the last you know four or five years and now in Washington you're hoping to see more of that here and you know like you said we got a little bit of that um here tonight and then going into Kuzma like I said Kuzma not his best game for turnovers uh in plus minus I mean he wasn't as bad as Corey Kispert Porzingis who were awful Kispert uh, by the way a very rough game minus 26 nine points four rebounds three of 12 from the field two of seven from three uh didn't really make I mean they had a lot of shots that would have been key shots from the knockdown and they just didn't go down for him but going back to Kuzma you know again he was mostly the fulcrum of this Wizards offense, especially once Porzingis came down alongside Will Barn off the bench. What did you like and not like from his performance? And what have you kind of seen from Kuzma as a trend the last couple of games? Because three-point shooting, for the most part, has really come around here of late.
1: Yeah, well, with with Kyle Kuzma, sometimes he presses. That's one of the things that I mm-hmm. see from him that, I would have to say would be a negative is sometimes he he knows that he's a focal point and instead of staying within the offense and taking the best available shot mm-hmm. sometimes he presses it and tries to make something out of nothing and it's literally nothing there's times where he shot an air ball today on, on a on a shot where it was heavily contested and it's like you could have gotten a better shot um he would go and drive. Uh, there was one time he drove today and he threw up a wild layup and didn't even hit the rim. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's shots like that where he is overdoing it. He, he's just pressing too hard to try to make something out of nothing. On the flip side of that, though, is I love his aggressiveness because Kyle Kuzma is not afraid to to, to go at anybody. Uh-huh. He will he will put his head down drive to the basket and get a bucket at the rim whenever he sees fit to to make that move and there are a lot of guys on the team that act like they're afraid to drive and try to get contact and try to get to the rim and 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 force the uh and, and force the defense to to try to block a shot at the rim instead yeah. of taking the, a, a wild three-point shot. Mm-hmm. He, he's one of those guys that – that's something that I love about him is that aggressiveness. We need more guys like that, guys like him, guys like Jordan Goodwin, who, by the way, had double figures tonight.
0: Jordan Goodwin played well tonight. He most certainly did, yeah. Speaking of his numbers in general, um, Goodwin with the start, 11 points, four rebounds, seven assists. Five and nine from the field. And I think he was a good shot in the arm for them, especially defensively.
1: Yeah. You know, they don't they don't keep a track they don't keep track of um when you when you tip a pass uh-huh. and you end up um disrupting the team offense. Uh-huh. But he had maybe about five or six tip balls today. He may not have gotten the steal, but he had his hand in the cookie jar and was trying to take cookies. (laughs) And... I like that. That's something that, about Jordan Goodwin, that you always, always get from him. Like I said, he only had one personal foul, but yet he was in there playing defense, and he, he was that defensive spark plug. There are a lot of times where they were putting Jordan Goodwin on KD, or they'll put Jordan Goodwin on Kyrie. And they wouldn't get off like they do on, on other people. Because he's like right there and he's in their grill. Yeah. Kyrie was not able to shake him like he was able to do uh, Dotson earlier. And he 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 got Dotson real good. early. Kyrie got Dotson earlier and in and in, in that times.
0: crossover with the one yeah. jumper that left to right yeah. crossover that was ugly you're right that was a moment Kyrie had two back to back pretty moves because you had that yeah. that left to right crossover boom and then maybe another player or two down. We just get the ball, scram I mean, Nets get the ball, scramble situation, the ball goes to Kyrie, another left to right crossover, goes to the basket with the right hand, takes it back to the left hand and the little finish a little English on it. Right. That thing was pretty. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was It was. That was nice. And,
1: and I tweeted on that when I was like, Yeah, looking <laughs> like Uncle Drew.
0: <laughs> he really was though. You said it. I missed that tweet. You said it though. He really was. I mean, like I said, Kyrie played always I mean he played solidly and it I mean for the record, uh, just kind of going through the Nets numbers. Kyrie, 24 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. 7 to 17 from the field, just 3 of 10 from 3. But those moves were the highlights uh, of the night for sure. Um, just some gorgeous, like you said, gorgeous moves. Durant, 39 and 6. Uh, 11 to 17 from the field, 3 is 6 from 3. Uh, just efficient prime Durant. We mentioned him already. Uh, aside from that, Ben Simmons played well. A little bit of everything, 10 points, 8 boards, 5 assists. 5-9 from the field. You know what you're getting. And then Nick Claxton, 9-7, nine and seven, 9.7 boards, made every shot that he took. And that was kind of the the, the, the crux of the Nets' attack. Off the bench, you're really looking at just TJ Warren, who is continuing to come and return to form since he's been out for so long. 12 points, 4 boards, 6 of 10 shooting. But honestly, it was just the big guns that were too much, specifically Kyrie and KD. Wouldn't you agree? hmm
1: when it comes to looking at the stats, yeah. Okay, but watching well, the game. Yeah, tell
0: me what yeah. you saw. Okay, what did who do you see as too much? Because
1: yeah DJ Warren was doing a lot of he was doing a he was doing a lot of work when he was in the game. He he, he was highly efficient. Um he he did a lot today. Um Joe Harris, his numbers don't don't show. His impact earlier, but his shots were timely. Uh, it was, the shots he dropped were very, very timely shots. That's important. And his his um. He was just he was a pest today. He didn't get a he didn't do a, a ton of a, a work on the defensive end, but his block was big. His still was big, and. He played some really he he stayed in front of his people when it came to defense. They, they, he was not a liability out there like we've seen Joe Hurst to to be at times when it comes to the defensive end. Yeah. Um, but Nicholas Claxton, he got in foul trouble early. Uh. And they left him in the game and Porzingis he he picked on him. He, the best thing that happened to uh, Nick Claxton was the fact that Porzingis got injured cuz it, it 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 was bad for your boy
0: and he was having a hard time
1: he had 3 fouls in i think the first 5 minutes of the game
0: Porzingis man he gets he gets you in that in that mid-post area you know free throw line extended you know yep. with the pump fakes and the shit. you can't you can't what you going to do and Claxton of all, most defenders and the answer is what you going to do is when he going to foul <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that's crazy, man. But see, I, this is why I appreciate you giving context to it because just reading the numbers and watching what I watched, I didn't see it. You know, I didn't see Claxton's numbers minutes at all. I was watching primarily that first half, you know, KD and Kyrie cooking, it being what it was, and then uh I ended up tuning into a, a pretty excellent Spurs game, I might add. Uh, but that's not the you point. Saw the, uh, you saw, saw that. The
1: highlights. Saw yeah, the highlights. we're going to have
0: to do, in fact, we're going to put a little segment here because, listen, y'all, Carthen don't just watch the Wizards. This guy's a basketball dude. We gotta have a little segment where we go around the league and just get your takes on just the league and not just the Wizards. That's um we making it live on the show. So now we can't take it back. It's gonna have to happen. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with it, bro. Nice. But <laughs> there we go.
1: <laughs> About to say, might be able to, I might I might have to make a guest appearance on on, on Round Ball Rumble. Oh,
0: dude. Say a word. This that show comes out every day, basically. You say it, dude. We'll get you on tomorrow. Don't even play.
1: Anyway,
0: (laughs) but but going back, you said it. Going back to this Wizards squad. Let's look big picture here. Lost seven in a row. Mm -hmm. Not pretty. This is a team. We're going to talk about this a little bit more as December 15 rolled around. The unofficial opening of trade season, right? Don't have a pretty slate of games ahead. Next four games: Nuggets, Clippers. Lakers, Suns. Let's put two more games out there. Jazz and Kings. Let's put two more games out there. 76ers and Suns. This is not pretty. December 30, if they finally play the Orlando Magic, and then they're rewarded on the first of the year by playing the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, (laughs) like,
1: all these teams, huh? I said, what a reward. What a reward,
0: exactly. All these teams, even the Lakers, who already beat the Wizards not even two weeks ago. Right. With the dominant performance by AD. Well, AD's not shied away from that. He'll still be back. So that game was going to be a close game, right? But the Nuggets are a tough squad. We know the Clippers are. The Suns, second in the West. The Jazz have been spunky, and the Kings are right up there right now as well. This could get ugly real quick. Very quickly. Especially Early. if Porzingis is out, right?
1: Yeah. This is this has the making of being a very, very bad stretch. And I was on Twitter and a um a group called um Bullets Forever yeah. made a tweet earlier today or yesterday where they were like, um Wes Unsell Jr. might be on the hot seat. Wow. And I can't say whether that's fact or not. It'd be kind of hard-pressed to to believe that. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a question that you would have to sit there and ask. Is, is Wes Unsell Jr., um, is it something that he can do to flip this around? Me personally, I don't blame it on him. It's yeah. kind of hard. It's kind of hard to win with a team that's not built around what you like to do as a offensive scheme. Weston Sale Junior. To me, he does a really, really good job of uh, utilizing what he has while trying to utilize his scheme. Mm-hmm. So, if you ask me. Should he be on the hot seat? Absolutely not.
0: I was about to say, what do you think about that? But yeah, because it's kind of like he wasn't given like a fair hand with this team. Injuries
1: happen. Correct. I mean, he hasn't had a full squad since the beginning of the season. And when he did have a full squad, the Wizards had a winning record. So you got to sit there and be like, okay. Well, let's see what happens when he has a full squad. Mm -hmm. However, Nobody's going to pity the Wizards either for not having a full squad and not having a balanced squad. Because at the current moment, the only guards, only true guards we have on our team right now is our two two two-way players. And I guess you can call Will Barton a two-guard. Other than that, everybody else is forwards and centers. Mainly forwards and power forwards to power forwards
0: specifically, yeah. I agree.
1: I mean, you got Denny. I mean, you got Denny's playing the three, he's more of a three four hybrid. Um, really you got uh, you got you got um, Rui. Well, he hasn't been playing, a, but you know, he's not playing, but he's a four. Mm-hmm. But you, you look at it, you got Kispert, Kispert's a three mm-hmm. that can play the two if need be um but he can't dribble so he's not really a guard
0: <laughs> yeah um kuzma we already know is more of a four
1: right kuzma's a four um anthony you look at anthony gill anthony gill's a four um the old man uh oh uh taj, uh, Gibson. uh, taj, gibson's, taj a gibson's a five he's a Oh, he's a four, a four
0: positionally, but I'm just saying right. age-wise he's a five.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you look at um, –
0: Gafford's the center.
1: Yeah, Gafford's the center. Porzingis is a five. Uh, Isaiah Todd's a 4 Mm-hmm. Even Vernon DeLon. Curry's, oh, Vernon, Vernon Carey's a, a five, right? A yeah, he's a, five, a four or five. Five. More, five. More of a five. He, yeah. He's a, you would, five, but.
0: you would say Delon Wright's to three. I mean, he's a point guard, he's but Delon Wright right, but at six he's, five.
1: He's tall, but he's a point guard. But again, he's injured. Yeah. Uh, Monte Morris is injured. Yeah. So both of our both of our regular contract point guards are both out right now. Mm-hmm. Our starting two guard is out right now. Our backup two guard, who is supposed to be. Um, uh, Johnny Johnny Davis, he's
0: yeah. out. Oh, in fact, real quick, let me take this minute to read the injury report. Like like the Wizards injury report right now. Bradley Beal, like you said, out hamstring. He'll be revaluing a week after suffering hamstring strain, That's according to Sham Sharani. Right? Anthony Gill, day to day with a heel injury. Okay, don't, don't he didn't play in tonight's game, last night's game anyway, did he?
1: He played. He played Gil a little, played, bit. he played
0: short. He played a short limited minutes. Yeah, Rui Hachimura. Uh, been out with the ankle, uh, considered week to week. So there you go with that. Monte Morris, day-to-day with the groin. He was questionable for the game, obviously didn't play. DeLon Wright, out with the hamstring. Uh, last update was what, late November. They said he'll be reevaluated in three weeks. So this could be something we don't see until after the new year. More than likely, that's the case. So like you said, when you're down, you're sh- starting backcourt. <laughs> All right? your starting backcourt is out. Your backup point guard's out. You're starting power forward and you're back up power forward, depending on how you feel about Anthony Gill. Like, you are behind eight ball against teams that right now, like you said, the Wizard are in the midst of a brutal stretch.
1: And they only had, once Porzingis went down, they had, I think, eight live bodies that could play.
0: You were keeping track of that. I so saw you say on Twitter. The last two nights, like the last two games, rather, like Wizards has got nine available players. Wizards has got eight available players. So it's not been pretty. And what Carth and I are going to do in a, in, in a future show here, well, literally coming up here, is kind of break down what these ramifications may mean for this Wizards team as December 15th comes up. I've mentioned this already. Uh, there's been talk by Sham Sharania on Kyle Kuzma. We'll talk about him. We'll talk about other players who could potentially be in play. I'm gonna make the case to Carth that Bradley Beal needs to go. Carth is gonna refute that. It's gonna be great. Um, but listen, that show's gonna come up soon. We'll read. Oh, oh,
1: okay. <laughs> you had right. to, to tune in to find out whether I do or don't.
0: There you go. You right. You, listen, somebody know how to put a, a hook in there. <laughs> but listen, y'all, we are gonna get into a lot more. Uh, gotta find some l- brightness at this tunnel, and if we can't. We're just going to tell you why it's dark. That's what we're going to do here on the Sports Ethos Wizards podcast. But, Carthen, it's been a great show for tonight. Well, this morning when y'all listen to this, tell the fine folks where they can find you as always.
1: Find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram at CarthenNBA, C A R T H A N N B A. Find me on either one of those platforms.
0: There you go. Also, make sure to check them out here, Sports Ethos Wizards Podcast, and on a very future episode of the Roundball Ramble Podcast. Could be sooner than you think. Stay tuned for that. Carthenosis ball, y'all. That's all I got to say. If you don't know it, you will soon. Uh, follow me on Twitter at CorbinNBA, if you are so inclined. C-O-R-B-A-N-N-B-A. I am on Instagram, but I suck on Instagram, so we're not going to share that. But um, listen, y'all, it's been a blast. We will be back here real soon. For Kartham, for myself, we are frosty. Y'all stay frosty. And we will talk again in a bit. Till next time.